2: Greetings, everybody,
3: and welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 33. I'm your host, Stephen Hopper, the head of IGN's Xbox channel. Joining me today are my fellow locksmiths, Peter Eichmann, editor at Xbox, and Casey Lynch, beard-in-chief
2: of IGN,
3: and a toot. A toot, if you ask me. Uh, a A toot, I
2: say. All right, guys. So, what's up? How you been? How was your week? I have a stack of games growing about as high as I am. God. Not even, not even for projects or like deadlines. Just that I want to play right now. You are not kidding. It's a, it's not a bad problem to have. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm complaining about it, but I'm not complaining about it because it's awesome. I
3: absolutely agree with you. I'm exactly the same way. I just got a copy of Modern Warfare Three yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm just so excited to pull that one open. But we will get to that um casey what? Oh. what are you up to what are you playing oh
4: gosh uh all of the above i mean this is the season to uh be overwhelmed with amazing games and what to play and how to find all the time uh okay. what have i been playing i've been playing uh skyrim kai scram and uh <laughs> i'm still trying to beat uh arkham city i just don't have the time yeah, i have three I children it's one of those things i come home i got a soccer we do dinner and then you know, I put him in bed, and I've got two or three hours, and then I'm old. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the
3: worst part is just trying to find time. Say hi to your wife games. at some point, maybe. And then you know,
4: there's yeah. there's, there's things like TV. The- I, I, try, I try and keep up with uh,
3: TV, whatever's going on.
2: Yeah, I generally sucks, so there's not a lot I feel like I need to keep up on. Except well, Dexter. I-
4: uh, there, there's something to be said for at the end of the day Just sitting in front of Comedy Central for a little bit That's and true just not thinking That's true <laughs> for sure So anyways um, It's a lot going on Very busy We have all sorts of live streams We've just We've live streamed Batman We've live streamed Call of Duty Tomorrow we're live streaming Skyrim Sky for four um, hours We're doing Assassin's Creed on Monday yep. uh, We're gonna mm-hmm. do Rayman We've got Zelda coming up We've got yeah. The
3: Old Republic I mean what what is our lives Anyways that's what's going Ooh. on with me Awesome. Indeed. Well, uh, let's break down what we're going to be talking about on this podcast, guys. Let's do it. Uh, yes. Modern Warfare 3, huge, huge mega launch. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about Skyrim, Kaisgram, whatever, whatever you may want to call it. There's mm-hmm. only one name. Only one name. Kaisgram. And we're going to talk about uh, a report that came in um, Monday, I think. Oh, those reports. Yeah, right? About the uh, Xbox 720 being cheaper and smaller. And Pete and I are going to talk a little bit about the uh, Gears of War 3 Horde Command Pack, which launched last week. We've had some time to spend with it. Dug around. Played a few uh, rounds. Exactly. Fought some bosses. Yeah. Give you all our thoughts on that. So, let's launch into it. Modern Warfare 3. Freaking huge, right? It's a insanely big deal. People big, seem excited.
2: Yeah, really big. I've heard of this game. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's made it's some <laughs> headlines.
4: <laughs> it's a big game. You may know what that Absolutely. is. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that this is gonna be the uh <coughs> the release of the year or the you know, the biggest um you know, video game uh, retail release of the year. I guess that's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, like when Black, Ops, when Black Ops came out, it set a new um, precedence as far as uh, the amount of sales. I think it did something like tw- twenty-five million copies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Activision and, it, and analysts alike are sort of saying that they're on track to to outdo that which is crazy and that's, that's what's
3: been happening every single yeah. year though, when with is that, series, it, though it can't go on forever either like, that's a crazy thing yeah every year it's like this is the biggest entertainment launch in history yeah. and they're right like it happened with modern warfare 2 it happened with black ops last year mm-hmm. and now it looks like modern warfare 3 is even bigger yeah yep yeah. that's just insane like i i think i heard uh what nine million pre-orders yeah, yeah that's just bonkers that's insane that are, that's so many players but i mean you know talking about the game though i mean what do you what do you guys think about it
2: i've only been playing the multiplayer like yeah. i just cracked it open jumped right in and you know what the game does really well it rewards you all the time constantly giving <laughs> yep. you stuff i that's played great. for an hour and i was level 12 Nice. Like, yeah. even if you're not that good, too.
4: Like, I why think, are you pointing at me? Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, I. mean, in general, I, like, yeah. In years past, I, I always felt like Modern Warfare was guilty of punishing players that didn't play 24 hours and didn't, yeah. ha, you know, that hadn't prestiged six times. Uh, because for one, you would be thrown into the same lobby with these people who, you know, they've been playing for however God knows long, and they've got you know, golden yeah. invisible weapons that can shoot, you know, can shoot into <laughs> they have different cloaking abilities into different maps and different servers you know yeah, much right. less across you know whatever building you're behind um i i feel like it you're right it absolutely it keeps you sort of playing because you think oh okay uh i didn't even do that well my kill to death ratio wasn't that terrific but i unlocked all this xyz i earned experience yeah. to you know to level
3: up my weapons i and- know that's
2: a new thing like sure you didn't gain like a new corporal rank or something but now all of a sudden your gun's a new level you got a new scope so there's always something been thrown in your face
3: yeah it's very incentive based yeah. i mean you, you want to keep going not not only because it's fun which it absolutely is yeah but cuz you get shit and it who doesn't had, like getting shit it
4: almost has that old feel of like uh, if, if you used to play that um that counter strike mod where as you you would be playing and you kill and you got kills your your weapons would just get better and you mm. as you continue to you know go on a streak you just immediately you'd have a better weapon in your hand and there is yeah. that sense of like oh i want to get better i want to get better i want to you know um and and it just keeps you playing. So yeah. I definitely feel like it does that. Also, as, as far as presentation, graphics, um, I, I, f- I feel like overall the experience is just as solid as uh, the last two Modern Warfare games. And in many respects, I feel like they've taken a lot of the lessons that they've learned and uh, created really fun, really memorable maps. I feel mm-hmm. like some of the tweaks that they made, including um, kill confirmed, are, is awesome. It's kill a confirmed, confirmed is really yeah. fun to play. It just yeah. it just adds a little. And I think we talked about this last week, but a yeah. little extra something um and then the single player is as confusing as ever but it's fun so
2: so it's uh, a part of the course yeah, yeah i haven't touched the single player yet but i think i'll probably do that oh this weekend.
4: that yeah i've been playing that yeah have you
2: yeah huh cool cool
3: yeah i've uh you know i've my experience has just been with the multiplayer um and speaking of the call of duty multiplayer experience um have you guys been able to activate elite nope nope <laughs> i did you really? did, yeah. I you was tinkering around with it all day yep. yesterday. Well, okay, you did your you did your founders account, all yep. that stuff. Yep. I I just get a DNS error every time I try. I was getting
2: that like, too. Uh, yeah. To so the,
4: the official word from Activision was surprise. Too many people tried to log in and hit the servers all at the same time. Wait, it a, it minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute people like Call
3: of Duty <laughs> get the fuck wait a second out. Wait, let's
4: do the math here real quick so 9 million people pre-ordered <laughs> hey guys how how much of a stress test have we done on these servers are we going to be able Jeez. to accommodate this many people so evidently not um, wow. the good news is uh, Activision will be loading l- rolling in loads of you know $50 annual subscription fees the bad news is people are throwing their money at the service and unable to log in so yeah. I'm sure at some point probably this week everything will be straightened out and yeah.
2: people stabilize. will be able to,
4: to go on and And do all of the confusing and vague things that you're able to do on Elite that a lot of people don't totally understand.
2: Well, yeah.
3: I mean, let's let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, Elite, basically, here's what I've heard. I've heard that you get, you know, monthly DLC um how in-depth that dlc is remains to be seen i don't know if it's going to be like one or two maps here and there well,
2: here's how it breaks down is yeah. usually they do a quarterly release of mm-hmm. packs with like three maps or something along those lines right um and you get all that but by being an elite member that you're paying for instead of getting like three maps three or four maps at once uh every quarter mm-hmm. you get like one map a month Okay. And they haven't detailed out, detailed out when that's going to start. And Nor have they detailed out include, <laughs> how that <laughs> that's dealed. going to start. It has yet to be Detailed. So like I've full. been saying every, every podcast, <laughs> I make up a new word. Deedles is <laughs> in, subtly inserted into the conversation. Deedles, uh, right into the lexicon. To come. <laughs>
3: awesome. But, I mean, you know, there's also going to be competitions and tournaments for, for prizes, yeah. like
2: both in-game and real world. Um, yeah, but at face value, I mean, this is the same thing as, you know, Halo Waypoint, same thing as Battlelog, these other services that are <clears throat> free across the board. Um, so, yeah, it's a little bit confusing what you get outside of the map yeah. DLC. Um, but I it, I, remember
3: yeah, it should also be noted, though, that Elite does have a free version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you where you can take, get all those stats. Yeah, you thing. can yeah. take care of, like, it's got lifetime stats. Mm-hmm. And, Black um, Ops, too. Yeah, <clears throat> for Black which Ops. Is nice. Which, uh, I mean,
4: Bungie .net's been doing that for years, and now Halo Waypoint. Well, yeah. I- I'm not super impressed. I mean, I get the idea of you know getting content um, early or you know the access to premium content, which is a little bit like what we're seeing now with the Gears of War Season Pass. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know, though. I mean. And I know that there's some sort of social integration where you can find people that you've played with in real life. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not, <laughs> considering who you play with when <laughs> you're playing Call of Duty. But, you know, I don't know. I remember back in the day when uh, when Halo 3 came out, um, you, there was a premium to pay for extra slots for um, for your uploaded films, and your, yeah. save, your save files and, mm-hmm. and such. Uh, and I get that. That seems to have sort of a utilitarian um, uh, uh appeal but uh, you know i guess we just have to see exactly how i guess this to is that play out, too. So. i'm
2: remembering some vague press releases and announcements i've heard they have mm-hmm. like basically call of duty tv which is only for premium members where okay. you can watch like celebrities talk about different things in the game or like mm. themed shows and like all this kind of hyped up content along those lines i don't know if that's even implemented yet because Joan i haven't Hill. been able to log in oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> so that's
3: i don't right. know if it exists yeah so, yeah, I'd, I'd rather have new maps than yeah hear what Jonah Hill thinks of the old ones. Yeah, Jason, <laughs> <That's> just, <coughs> Jason Statham. That's just me, maybe. Jason Statham. Um,
4: Locksmith, tell us what you think. I'd be curious to see. Did you
3: guys, uh, <coughs> did you get Elite? Send us an email and let us know. I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. Let us know if you got the same DNS server that we got. The yes, CNS DNS error. Error. That was a Steve NS error. Not speaking mm-hmm. properly. Okay. The other big release. This week, um, what? Oh Lord, hasn't happened yet, but oh man, is real soon, guys. Skyrim. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about this for for just from a sheer
4: like release schedule, this is one of the megaton weeks of the year. Okay, God, Lord. so That's insane. Tuesday the eighth, we have uh, Call of Duty: Modern mm-hmm. Warfare three. Mm-hmm. On Friday, 11-11-11, we have Immortals. I mean, we have The Elder Scroll Five: Skyrim. That was a joke. Immortals is coming out as well. That that horrible like <laughs> three hundred knockoff. Yeah. Um, uh, that's crazy. And then by that's, Tuesday, do you say We're already, not even going to even get to Tuesday yet. yet. That's we're we're really, going to really really talk crazy. about that a little bit later, because okay. I have a bone to pick. But, <laughs> so, I mean, that's, for people who, you know, consider themselves, um, you know, enthusiast gamers, I mean, that right there is just an instant, like, 120 bucks gone. And oh, that's just for the yeah. regular base version, you know, not to mention if somebody wants to go out and... By the the crazy kai dragon, the dragon, one hundred and fifty dollars version. That dragon is so goddamn. cool does it cool mean it is pretty damn that <laughs> cool. both of these games are coming out in the same week? I feel like a singularity is going to open up in the universe and suck my eyeballs out. It's well, they're possible. very
2: different on one hand. True. Yeah, and they I don't know. One is best known for its multiplayer. The other is best known for keeping you in a dark room alone for very long periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's what you want to do this weekend. It wasn't yeah. called
3: Oblivion for no reason. <laughs> In either case, though, I mean, you're going to be spending a shitload of time with each of these games. Yep. And we have already. 100 hours plus. So, Stephen, I know,
4: coming over. Excuse me. My God. I had a a kai-scrim in my stomach. (laughs) Um, uh, Just hanging out at your townhouse uh, last week. You Uh were
3: playing Skyrim. Yeah. Um, I've been playing it, too. Uh, What are your thoughts so far? I love it. I mean, it's just so goddamn... the, The world is so fleshed out. It's staggering. Like, mm-hmm. even compared to Oblivion. I mean, when Oblivion came out, it was just massive. And so much shit was going on. You know, NPCs were interacting with each other. You know, the, the Radiant AI system that Bethesda had implemented was just untouchable at that point. But, you know, as time wore on, it, it started to show, it seems. Um, it was outpaced by, by you know, even other, other Bethesda offerings like, uh, like uh, Fallout 3. Mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> but I mean they they're really and, on the two worlds they did that game too, right? Two
3: What? I'm just
4: kidding. Go no, on, go on. keep going, it was a joke.
3: <laughs> Gross. A joke. Anyway. Let me go take a shower. God. <sighs> what have you done? <laughs> <I'm> scared. <laughs> I just kind of scrammed the podcast with that two worlds reference. But Um, They they really up the ante this time around. I mean, just the stuff that you'll see as you're walking through the environments in this game is amazing. Like, you know, the, the, the sun will rise, and it'll be, you know, dawn, and you'll see, like... Woodland creatures just come out of the forest and start drinking out of a river that's standing right there. I mean, th- before
2: you slaughter them and take well, their pelts,
3: that's up to you, man. Yeah, that, that's can, the game you want to play. If that's you can the, do it that way if you want to, jerk. If you want, if that's, to. If that's the Kaisgram, you want to unleash. Now, now
4: conversely, you. <laughs> you can also be roaming the, the heights of these crazy rocky crags and peaks. Mm-hmm. The sun will go down and it'll start snowing, and you're in the moonlight, mm-hmm. and it's oh, shit man. gets crazy. It's, it's, it's really something. I, I will say, yeah. I, I don't typically uh, take much notice of this, but um, the skyboxes in in Skyrim are insane. And the skyboxes is, is a... Um, it's a, d- a design element in a game that, uh, as you look up, you're going to see uh, sort of the the atmosphere that's created above you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it almost, especially for sunrise or you know yeah. some of the vistas you'll see, it just looks like a painting with the the sun breaking through the clouds. And you know, of course, it's, we're not even talking about the, the gameplay. No, you're <laughs> talking about the sky. <laughs> it's amazing. Just you know, we're dazzled. But
3: but I think that's important. All these little side elements yeah. that you know. It's all stuff that, that developers are thinking, do we need to put this in the game? No, we don't need to. But in terms of building atmosphere, building mm-hmm. ambience, to, to put that in the game just shows how 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 much care has gone into crafting this world. Yeah, And it's it's pretty amazing. And I think come Friday, people are going to shit their pants. This game is going to... I plan to. This game is really good. Because I haven't started playing it yet. Friday. You heard it here first, folks. Pete is going to shit his pants on Friday. On Friday. I will so announce it.
4: it. Pants will be shat. Pants if you run into him...
3: Shat. If you run into him on Friday, just uh, keep your distance. Be warned. He's, he's got. He's packing something. Bring a wet wipe. <laughs> <In there. laughs>
2: please, God. please bring a wet. Wipe.
3: Good lord. Okay, yeah. So that's that's Kaiskrim, guys. Now, now we skipped
2: oh, over a quick note. Oh wait, okay, did wait, we? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I went and played with the first Battlefield expansion this week. Oh, oh. back to Karakand uh we got to play two of the four maps that have been brought back from battlefield 2 and other battlefield iterations um and as we speak right now you can probably go on ign.com and check out um, the video preview we did which shows a lot of back and forth comparisons of you know the old maps and the new maps and literally the most striking things about these maps is just the trash everywhere Like with the new engine, or in Battlefield 2, you walk around and they're kind of the streets are clean. There's some, you know, a few cracked walls and some plants kind of sprouting here and there. But in Battlefield 3, it's like somebody just upturned a dumpster and drove down the street and there's just trash blowing in the wind. They fired all the janitors. Craters. All the janitors are fired. It's horrible. It's gone to hell. It's totally all completely messed over and it looks great. Because awesome. it, it looks real. This looks like somewhere where war has happened and things are just batshit crazy. And so, you're in the middle of it.
4: Sounds like my apartment. Yeah, it does. Oh, I was
2: talking about your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, it's looking really good. And since they shipped so many copies of Battlefield 3 to stores, mm-hmm. um, all the limited edition copies get this map pack free. Or They're calling it an expansion pack because you mm-hmm. also get there's three new vehicles, ten new weapons, and these four new maps. Wow, that's um, pretty beefy. It's not too bad. It's coming out next month. So if you have the limited edition, you get it for free, which is a nice touch. Because mm-hmm. they shipped a lot of those editions. Yeah. Um, otherwise it's gonna be twelve hundred Microsoft points.
4: Now if you bought the
2: excuse me, if you bought the limited edition, how do you get it for free? Uh, there's a code in your manual. Cool it is. Yeah. You yes. just redeem your code and Super easy. come next month you'll be able to uh, check out these new maps. And since it I mean it shipped with nine maps, they're all very big maps. And, you know, depending on the game type, all the maps are different. But I say four new maps is a great addition to the Mm -hmm. game. Even whether you've played them before or not. I mean, I I played a decent amount of Battlefield 2, and I recognized, you know, some alleyways and certain things I was doing. But, like, with this whole shakeup of trash and rubble, like, it's a whole new experience and a whole lot of fun all over again. Oh, Mm -hmm. and there's a new new game mode called Conquest Assault, which instead Mm -hmm. of, like, all these neutral points where two teams rush in and capture them, um, one team already has possession of all of the capture points and so yeah yeah, the other team's got to rush in and take them back so it's it's a nice little balance a little more frantic
4: that's like a frankie goes to hollywood song
2: (laughs) um (laughs) relax or two tribes maybe yeah there you you go so
4: yeah let's just move on shall we (laughs) um all right so here's the real deal battlefield three ships with nine maps it's getting four more modern warfare ships with 16 maps does that mean modern warfare wins (laughs) no (laughs)
2: <laughs> not necessarily like i i'm not there you go i'm not picking a winner they give you very different things I'm just trying to pick a fight i know i'm on the side <laughs> trying to start I, i'm i mean you guys have heard I, me talking and I, I wrote a very kind review of the thing because i had so much fun with it mm-hmm. um i love the, the vehicles i love driving a jeep over you know the terrain and going off of jumps and trying to crush people and run people over and hopping in a helicopter and all the craziness that comes along with that yeah um, Call of Duty is much more contained and frantic and quick. Like People go down in a couple mm-hmm. bullets, whereas Battlefield, it takes a little more um, steadier aim, which I found out in my latest demo playing on PS3. I, I can't play worse shit with that controller. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah i Yeah, got to I, I love the Xbox controller for shooters. I do, too. It's Absolutely. beautiful. We heart
4: you. Okay, so for <sighs> people who have played neither and who want to know the differences and want to know which one's for them, describe Battlefield 3 in three words— and then describe Modern Warfare 3 in three words. Go. Uh, Battlefield. V- Big vehicular warfare. Modern Warfare 3. Tight, quartered chaos. There you go, kids. Bam! Nice. Now you know, and knowing is. Okay, let's move
3: on. Knowing is all the battle. <laughs> well, one more thing on, on uh, Karkin. Yep. What. What day is that in particular? Because I know that uh, PS3 owners are actually getting it a week early. They get it a week we early. Do. Yeah.
2: But uh, uh, which... we don't have an exact release date yet. Yeah, I think okay. EA pulled like the, the Activision. You know, because Xbox. For all the other Call of Duty DLC, you got it early. Yeah. Uh, in this case, they get the <clears throat> Battlefield. Well, EA... But it's uh, only a week. EA is in cahoots with... Uh, and by
4: cahoots, I mean they have like advertising deals put together with PlayStation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As evidenced all year long as we went to go play the game um, at different press events, it was always demoed on, on PS3. Like yeah. the latest one,
3: yeah. Hmm. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, but coming out next it, month. Sometime in December. Yep. Yeah, so. We'll let you know. IGN.com. Excellent. Okay, guys. Let's move on to the Xbox 720 which uh, was reported to be smaller and cheaper than the 360. So a little background on that. A blogger named MS MSNerd um, supposedly leaked a few details, told to him from insiders involved with the project, said that the system would have a Zune HD-like hardware platform and one main processor with multiple cores, you know, for things like graphics, AI, physics, so on. Um, you know, what do you guys think of that? Do you think that's... The next step for is—is is this the Xbox Seven Twenty, the smaller, cheaper thing that runs on one processor with multiple cores? Here's what I think. <clears throat> I think tonight when I go home, I'm going to start a blog,
4: and <laughs> okay. I'm going to put together a list of things that I predict an insider might tell me, and then other news sites like IGN will report on it. Can What's you be, your blog called? It's going to be called uh, Nerdy MS.
3: Oh, I was going to say you could be. MS cool guy,
2: because nobody gives a shit what nerds have to say. I mean,
4: you
3: know, MS nerd, reputable guy,
2: maybe? (laughs) I don't know. See, the thing for me Uh, is, like, you can talk specs and hardware all you want, but mm -hmm. me, as a simple-minded consumer, uh, I just want to know, is it going to make me say, whoa, holy shit, when I see it running for the first time? And I can't tell that from specs and dual processors and cores and doodads and bebops. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
4: and half of that is going to be based on the software as well. Yeah, um, exactly. I think at this point, if anybody puts out a new piece of hardware, including Nintendo with their Wii U, it, it, mm-hmm. it will have the ability and the horsepower to outpace the current hardware systems, which you know are five, six years old, um, as evidenced by <laughs> Nintendo running circles around <laughs> <laughs> an Xbox or a PlayStation. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, we'll we'll see when the Wii U comes out. But so, that said... Do you guys I'm, play
2: with the Wii U at E3?
4: I have not, no. No, I uh, haven't either. Um, keep my lips sealed. <laughs> I, I think that it, it does make sense um, f- as far as f- for progression. Um, I mean, things are obviously getting smaller uh, with... Uh, unit. That's just the way the technology goes. Yeah. Everything gets more um, condensed, and you're able to, you know, use more uh, space and so on and so forth. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a smaller system. Yeah. I would I mean, be that's, surprised. That's the if, way
3: living rooms are. I mean,
4: yeah, absolutely. You yeah.
3: gotta you gotta downsize. I mean, right now I've got way too much shit plugged into my TV right now that is just eating up my entire <laughs> entertainment center.
4: Like, and I've I mean, got a
3: cable box, I've got speakers, I've got all kinds of shit in there. So,
4: to that point, I mean, we had a conversation in the office about this a day or two ago. Um, I, I mean, we really think that this is going to be the last generation of hardware. Because the direction that everything's moving is to go cloud-based, to go digital, to go online. And at some point... Uh, I think first party companies are going to concede to the steam model and there will be, um, some one catch all device, whether it, mm-hmm. it actually just be your TV or, uh, um, yeah. you know, one thing, uh, or, you know, you'll pipe in from your PC or whatever it might be. And you'll be able to access, uh, you know, games direct via steam or, you know, with, with Microsoft, it would be, you know, an online full digital direct to your TV version of Xbox live. Mm. Um, and you know, I mean, it's just the way that things are going, and anybody that disagrees can just look at the transition between CDs and MP3s, and, and just it's sort of inevitable.
3: Do either of you guys remember the system that was? Um kind of kicked around a little bit um back in like 2003 2004 i want to say the phantom the phantom yes you remember the phantom I do, yeah absolutely. absolutely i actually saw that thing E yeah. three yeah and it, it impressed the shit out of me yeah. like well, i was I mean, like this looks amazing yeah. and it never happened it's basically on live yeah no I mean, it absolutely and, is but, but i mean it did have some sort of storage like right. it wasn't completely streaming the way that online was yeah um, i believe there was a, a hard drive that would like store like cash information yeah and there is a there
4: there is a uh, you know a on live module that uh, i don't know exactly what it has built into it but it does it does have um you know, uh, an interface that does yeah. store information like that, but I mean, it's just it's just where we're going. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's conceivable that this next round of systems, uh, be it the Wii U, the Xbox Seven Twenty, or whatever it might be, PS Four, <coughs> could be the very last generation of hardware <coughs> as we know it. Um, yeah. You know, in this line of uh, um, of systems. Uh, another bit of information that I would say is a lot more credible than MS Nerd uh, today. Games Radar reported that mm-hmm. uh, the new system is codenamed Loop. So loop. For what that's worth, put it in your pipe and smoke it.
3: Actually, I think that may have been in the in the was that in the MS Nerd piece? MS here? Nerd blogger. Well, that I guy's think just he, a jerk. Then, so <laughs> <laughs> screw you, MS Nerd. I
2: don't know. I,
4: I, I was just uh, <laughs> I was on Reddit today, so I don't know. I, I saw it come from GamesRadar. Radar. Right so that's cool. Ideas. Anyways, I mean, I, that's just a, like I said, the joke about me starting my own blog. I think anybody could sit here and say, oh, I think it'll be smaller, probably less expensive, and it'll it'll do more and be faster.
3: Okay, great, big predictions. Well, you you'd mentioned that you think this could be the this upcoming generation would be the last hardware generation. Yep um how do you guys feel about that i mean it's kind of bummed me out i think
2: yes and no i mean there's a certain nostalgia to having like physical copies of something in your hand and while i love steam and have this growing library of steam games that i've probably never touched for more than five to twenty minutes each yeah um there's something to be said like i i somewhere and buried in my desk at home i have like a cd-rom of duke nukem 3d that i can still play off you know install it off the cd and there's something like nice to have that in your hand. Yeah, something tangible. It's great. And
3: midnight releases, yep. you know, aren't going to happen anymore. So, any of you who had a good time standing out in presumably the cold <laughs> getting your copy of Modern Warfare 3 this past week. Um, yeah, that could be a very short-lived experience. Uh,
4: I don't know. I mean, frankly, uh, I think it's it'll be welcomed. I mean, like when was the last yeah. time you thought, "Oh, I I, I'm really bummed out because all the music that I have on my iPod, I don't have in CD form. Like, when was last time I yeah. was bummed out about mm-hmm. that? Uh, today? Oh God, me stop too. It. Actually, I like. I, mean, I miss it, CDs. It yeah. play, it, uh, it plays into the fetishism of tangibility, and yeah. if that's, you know, that just so, happens
2: to be my fetish. All right? that, okay. Well,
4: I mean, there <laughs> is there yep. is something to be said <laughs> <It's> for really <laughs> important. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs>
4: fine, fuck you guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean. But go into any one of our houses, and we have piles of shit. Yeah, I mean, I have bookcases of games, and mm-hmm. you know, dating back to NES and SNES and Saturn, and you know, so at some point, it will be nice to not necessarily have have to you know install a new wing onto my house when a new system launches <laughs> because I don't I don't even know where to put some of the stuff. Like, I mean, I have yeah. boxes in my garage of old PC games and. I know your house is filled up. Like, you have an extra room just for all your PS2 games. I mean, yeah, I do. It's, so, <laughs> it's pretty obscene. I mean, I've got sta- – my kids are like, "What, Daddy, what's, what's a Genesis? I mean, I've just got stacks <laughs> of shit everywhere. You know, so yeah, I, it'll be nice to not necessarily have to worry about that. Well, by yeah, by I mean, the same token, I'm sure that some companies will still put out some sort of addition that comes with something. So, I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll see. It's all the future with jetpacks and stuff. It's I scary. Know. It's just going to be sad
3: for me. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, last week, the uh, Horde Command Pack, speaking of downloading stuff, yeah, uh, launched for Gears of War 3. Uh, Pete, you played it. I, I played, played it. it. Um, tell
2: us a little about about your thoughts. I don't know. I dig it. Um, I mean, it, we have the season pass, so mm-hmm. we yeah. get this kind of stuff. So we don't necessarily have to consider it in terms of, you know, here's a $10 investment in this thing. Right. And it was weird, because... I got into work that morning and there was this breaking news that the pack was delayed and it was this big uproar. Like, it's not available right when they said it would be. And then, like, an hour later, like, oh, wait, no, just kidding. We fixed it. Here it is. Um, But then an hour later, they announced, oh, by the way, we're going to release all this free stuff at the end of the month, which includes a bunch of content from this pack. But where I'm unclear is the Horde Command Pack is all about Horde. You have new character skins. You have new maps to play Horde on, specifically um and new fortification fortifications upgrades, upgrades yeah, yeah. um uh, but it sounded like the free pack later this month is going to introduce those same maps but not for horde for multiplayer you mean versus yes yeah that's my impression of it so that you they're still not necessarily available for horde unless you have this other pack I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm that was my impression from all these around. Very vague wording. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure on that. That being said, um, I did have a lot of fun with the new maps. I like the way they're laid out. I like Blood Drive because it reminds me of my first horrifying experiences with <laughs> uh, Horde Mode in Gears 2 when I was didn't really know what I was doing and kind of flailing around. Um, but it's definitely like that map was tightened up, like some doorways are closed off, and mm-hmm. the whole thing's kind of... Uh, brought into a central point as opposed to a lot more openings where you can get trapped in a corner yeah. and just beat to hell
3: but i mean you know that makes it exciting
2: yeah when you have that
3: like really focused view and vision i mean, even in terms of like setting up your fortifications yeah. and stuff um which you know the, the ones that they have on offer in this pack are pretty high level
2: exactly like so it, it'll take you a while to get to them there's quite a few waves till you yeah can open those up
3: yeah um, so
2: but overall I like the maps. I like Azura. I like I like that part of that campaign, like the bright sunny levels. Like that mm-hmm. part is really cool. Um and the ship what's the ship one? The Rust something? Rust lung. Rust Lung, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um that one's interesting because it has this big wide open area, which mm-hmm. I tried to like for- I tried to fortify that aspect. Um but there's that's people coming hump. in from so many aspects. There's like, like <laughs> tomatoes you can stomp on, <laughs>
4: kill Dom's farm. Oh man. No, there's not. What?
2: Aww. I made that up. Overall though, Aww. like Horde mode is a lot of fun, and I really like this new horde mode in Gears 3 with the fortifications. Um, yeah, so, like, it's if you have like fun, if you have a group thing. of friends that you like to play this with, I say go for it. It's a lot of fun. Cool. And we'll, I, I guess we'll be able to clarify a little more um, about the additional offerings of the free pack. Yeah. Uh, it comes out right before Thanksgiving, right? Or on Thanksgiving. The week of, correct. Yeah. Week of.
3: Week of Thanksgiving. Yep, yep, Cool. Cool. Um, have you played it, Casey? I have not yet, no. Oh, uh, you got to get on that, man. I am playing guys, cramp. You've been playing Kaisgrim. Your nights are full. Sorry, Jesus. God. No kidding. All right, guys. Uh, that does it for our discussion portion. Let's oh get into some email. Before we get into email, can I lynch somebody? Oh. oh
4: absolutely. Oh, my God. Okay, so this week, um, and particularly next week, uh, here's a note to publishers. There are 52 weeks in the year. There's lots of weeks that you could be putting out games. Why are you putting everything out in the same two to three weeks? Next week, let's take an inventory of what's coming out. We have Assassin's Creed Revelations. We have Halo, Combat Evolved Anniversary. We have Rayman Origins. We've got Need for Speed to Run. We've got smaller games as well. Guys. 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 There's this really great month. I want to tell you all about it. It's called July. July. And it's during the summer when no games come out. Mm -hmm. We're all sitting around thinking, man, it would be great to play a good game. Something new, something different. I'd be into it. But no, you put all the games out in the same week. What the hell? (laughs) So please, you guys are unnoticed.
3: I'm going to come after you. Here's, Here's something worth considering, though. Do you think that... If a game like, you know, let's say Assassin's Creed Revelations. A revelation? Revelations. There's more than one revelation okay, cool. in this game. There's many. That's what I thought Several. of. Several. Brain fart. Um, but let's say they had put that game out in July. Do you think it would be as good as the one that they were putting out in November? And here's my, my thoughts. If they put the game... Fucking listen to me here. If they put the <laughs> game out last July to avoid competition, do you think that game would have been as good as the one they're putting out in November. It,
4: we're talking about the same game, right? If, Maybe. If Revelations came out we're, this you're July... You're trying you to
3: factor in development hard. time I'm factoring a couple things. I'm factoring yeah. development oh. time and competition.
2: Uh,
3: they, do, you think, do you not think well, that they're, think they're working you, harder on making a better, they, more polished game because they know what they're up against? Because m- they've got shit like like, Kaisgrim and, and Modern Warfare 3 uh, to take on? I mean, yes and no.
4: Uh, for development studios that are worth their salt, they are going to be working on putting out the very best game regardless. Uh, I mean, to your same argument, does that mean that Deus Ex, which came out in August, would have been better had it come out in November? I think not. No. Yeah. So, well, uh, I mean there's there's examples of games that come out outside of these you know massively bloated months and that mm-hmm. doesn't you know like GTA 4 for example you know which I had my issues with but you know, I don't think anybody would argue that uh, that game may have been better had it you know come out in November and maybe maybe it had uh, maybe it would have been I don't know maybe it would have they would have had a little bit of extra time to realize hey we put a, should have put checkpoints in these missions and we could have <laughs> tuned up the gunplay and we could have fixed our cars cuz cars should perform well in a game with the word auto in it um <laughs> anyways i digress i hear your point i'm just yeah. saying it's a lot to stomach and i wonder if a game like Ray- rayman origins for instance which is a great fantastic game Mm -hmm. our reviews actually uh by the time you listen to this it will be up we are giving it a nine five um i wonder how it's oh god it's so good i wonder how it's going to do
3: gotta play that one um
4: you know with all these other games i mean people want to play call of duty they want to play skyrim they want to play halo Mm
3: -hmm.
4: um you know i would hate to see a game like that uh get overlooked just because people don't have five hundred dollars to spend yeah so i'm just saying guys Give us a break, but and it's, it's hard know, to help like, us nah.
2: help you. Do you guys even remember beginning of this year? Two pretty badass games that came out. What? Oh, I do. I uh, want to say Portal Two. Earlier. Oh, what? Beginning of the year.
4: Okay, go. Uh, Dead Space Two. Yeah. Okay. Easy yeah. to
2: forget, though, right? Uh, also, yeah. uh, I don't know how big a fan you guys were. Bulletstorm. You know, I didn't play Bulletstorm I like I at like Bullet Bullet great Storm. length. A lot. So Bulletstorm was okay. I like the web. I
3: mean, yeah, I, I, I. Liked Bulletstorm. How would how would a game in, like in
2: Bulletstorm parts? compete in a month like this though? You know, it wouldn't.
3: It wouldn't. Yeah. If, I, I think it'd it, get it would have worse get than it ruined. did. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Anyways, guys, get lynched. <laughs> get lynched. <laughs> get lynched. Let's move on to some emails. <laughs> Let's do it. We have eight minutes. Okay. Say. Jeez. Oh, go email. There you go. So on right. my phone. <laughs> no, it's last week's podcast. That's right. <laughs> um, Whoops. Whoops, Daisy. All right, guys, this one comes from Mark Wilson from Nova Scotia. Sorry, Mark. What's up, friends? Two quick things. I woke up with cold sweats and a thought that a creepy guy with clown paint and that Nutcracker Armor stuff from Arkham City was in my room. Ooh. Has a video game ever infiltrated your dream, half dream, lucid dream before? Secondly, what is your preferred game mode in COD games? Anecdotally, my good friend is upset that Modern Warfare 3 doesn't have Hardcore
2: Capture the Flag.
3: Hmm. Ever had a dream
2: about a game, guys? Not a dream, uh, but after back in the day, I used to be a big Tony Hawk fan, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing just comes with you when you stop playing. I could skate that, grind that, jump off that, yeah. kickflip over that. That's my closest thing. I don't think I've ever had like a nightmare or a dream about games my thing is and this is weird like back when uh, the Guitar
3: Hero games were all over the place Mm. I played the shit out of those games yeah and uh, one of the things that would happen is when I'd go to bed and I'd close my eyes, I would see the notes like <laughs> on my eyelids. Did, yeah. did that happen to you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess and that stuff stays with you. It would also yeah. if you were playing
4: uh, a really heavy session of guitar here, rock band, mm-hmm. and you you just stayed looking at the screen for a good length of time. Yeah. When you look away like and you warp, look at the right? wall, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wall looks like it's coming at you on a note yeah. highway. So that totally I, happened I've, to me too. I don't know if I've had many. Uh, uh dream invasions yeah. although after i played crackdown i just saw agility orbs on, t- on top of uh, <laughs> agility orbs on top of buildings
3: everywhere so nice let's keep going okay um actually the second part of that question what what's oh. our preferred mode in uh, call of duty games like, I, I like uh kill confirmed
2: i'm down with the new mode too I usually i'm confirmed. a team deathmatch guy but i'm okay with kill confirmed a lot of fun let's it's a move great, on let's, great
3: let's uh let's move on to david i got six minutes okay Whew. let's go David from Boston says, regarding your Get Lynched segment uh, from last week where you uh, took on um, Ultimate Editions and... That's right. Game of the Years. Game of, of the Years. Uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. In I got to disagree. Fallout <laughs> Vegas. I think Ultimate Edition, Game of the Year Edition, whatever else editions are fine. It's a price drop like selling Bioshock for 20 bucks <clears throat> as a Platinum Hits edition a year after the game is released. Should a game be sold for $60 all of the time because people who bought it who bought it week one? Paid for that price. Paid that price. It's no different because the publishers are including DLC, selling one hundred and twenty dollars worth of content, sixty dollar game plus six ten dollar pieces of DLC for fifty bucks. It's just another price drop for people who are willing to wait a year or so before buying the game. Mm. Well, what do you think? Uh, so, I think we're talking
4: about two separate things here. I completely agree that as far as, like, platinum hits, uh, greatest hits, um, you know, when a game has sold so many, there's typically a price drop. And there's, mm-hmm. there's price drops as a game wears on. Like, if you go out and try and buy Dead Rising or Lost Planet or even Oblivion. Um, it's much less expensive than it was uh, from the outset. My whole point and what what I was bringing up, is this notion of uh, a game shipping as a a product, and then uh, having timed content come out that's uh, sold at a premium, and then bundling all of that content later. Uh, and this may just me being the old man telling the kids to get off my lawn. But when I was a kid, I bought a game, and it was complete. Meaning, you know, <laughs> you'd buy a game, and that was the game.
2: Um, oh, I'm totally with you on that, actually. Yeah. I love and- that feeling. Yeah. Like, you, this day and age, by, with the all these added packs and all this stuff, that not everyone's going to experience the game the same way. Like, maybe mm-hmm. I didn't buy this one DLC chapter, so my impression of this game is one thing, while yours is completely different. So it's not like this shared experience we can all talk about, like when we all played Final Fantasy VII or something, you know, classic along those lines.
4: And, and and furthermore i feel like what what it really is is just this cash grab for publishers to monetize content that technically I think you could make a very strong case that should have shipped with the game in the first place. And so what you're buying a year later is the equivalent of that complete expression of the game. And I guess my argument is that should have been what shipped in the first place in a perfect world. Now, I mean, I think these marketing departments yeah. have trained us to all think, oh, well, we're just getting more content, you know, a little bit later. But, well, if it would have come out um, <clears throat> with it all, you just would have played it then. And, yeah. I, you know, it's just uh, – a. Mm-hmm. Some people just think that's great to spend $120. Me, not so much. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, All right. Steven Weisman from Fullerton, California says, Recently, I decided to play the last level of Halo 3 because I was bored. Well, that's a good reason to. Even now, three or four years later, after Halo 3 came out, I realized that I haven't played the final level of the game, and it was as amazing as the ending sequence of Halo 3. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Do you guys? Yeah, okay. it's okay. Just keep. Let's just roll with it. All right, we're going. Do you agree that Halo Three's final level has the best sequence, or is there another game, past or present, that has a better final ending? What oh do you gosh.
4: Think? Well, first of all, let's uh, let's have. What's um, your favorite ending? Oh to god. So. Well. um... Man. Before before we do that, I just want to say for the record, today's the eighth anniversary to the day of the release of Halo two, November ninth. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyways, okay, so the I d I don't know if I Pass would qualify sequence. the end of Halo three as one of my favorite game endings. Although, well then what I, is
3: what what is your favorite game ending? There's so many. I mean I don't know.
4: I mean, Come with them for me, me is revealing like too much. Too Resident just evil, evil Four?
2: The okay. last stretch of that. But the <laughs> Cool.
4: Yeah. Resident Evil games they all end the same. You fly away in a helicopter, you get a rocket launcher, and you can turn into tofu. Um I would say like for me, like the uh the end of Shadow of the Colossus was amazing. Yeah, that was a really mm-hmm. good one. Um Man. The end of uh Warcraft three, The Temptation of Arthas. My favorite is the ending
3: of Braid. The ending of Well so Okay, yeah. It was phenomenal. <laughs> I actually the, I, f- the flight away from the fire i would have people come over to my house and i would sit them down and make them watch just the ending of that game <laughs> i loved that ending it was so fucking cool yeah um, it, 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 if you if you haven't beaten braid do it <laughs> just so you can watch that ending. I'm that's that's a that's a fucking order, guys. Uh
4: the there's a couple different endings in Red Dead, but um uh, yeah. The I, I personally I love the the part where you're riding on the horse back to the farm. And we've talked mm. about this on podcasts before like, you know, the true ending of the game where there's the shootout and you become yeah. somebody else, who I'm not going to tell if somebody hasn't played the like game. I like
2: the the Butch Cassidy ending, the earlier ending. Okay. That seems like an ending. <laughs> so you just ruined it. <laughs> uh I like the ending of Silent Hill 2. That's
4: the oh, fantastic a fucking ending! Really um, Final Fantasy VI ah, has yes. a great ending, oh, yeah. or Earthbound similarly. Um, uh, Mass Effect Two, oh, without without saying yeah. anything about it, this could Earth- just take off. Earthbound has an awesome ending because it, at the very end, once you're done, which I won't give away how it mm-hmm. ends per se, but you can actually go back and revisit, revisit everybody, and then it ends with you visiting your mom. Oh, And everybody wants to do that. But um, I don't. I mean, the the ending for a Halo fan. Um, the notion of uh, seeing the Arbiter attend John's funeral is striking. But if you mm-hmm. played it uh, on Legendary, there's even <laughs> a, another ending as well, and that may be what our friend Stephen is referring to, I'm not sure, where you actually see that John's alive. But we already know that because Halo 4 coming. Oh, my God, spoilers. Rude. Oh, God. Um, the ending of Half-Life 2, episode 2, is amazing.
3: Yeah. Eli died. <laughs> 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 you bastard. Spoiler. No. Now we just need episode 3 yeah right it's never coming okay last one guys this one's from emilio hey oh. guys i love the podcast keep up the good work i just got modern warfare 3 and wanted to play online with friends since the majority of my friends don't play 360 i was wondering if you could please make me a hit of the week or just give him a shout out i guess uh i'd like to connect with other unlocked listeners my gamer tag is here it is drift d-r-i-f-7 hero all one word Drift 7 Hero. Drift 7 Hero. Like like instead of the letter T, it's, it's a seven. A 7. Okay. Modern Warfare 3 he says. Modern he Warfare 3. So, so make sure, if you guys uh, are listening, uh hit him up and uh friend him and uh play some matches. Yeah. Have Llam. a good time. Confirm some kills. Have a great time and uh let us know how it goes too. Absolutely. Is it Kick time it. for the Meta Achievement? Almost. <gasps> we are almost I'm there. jumping ahead. Got a couple of housekeeping items to go. So if you guys have any more questions or you just want to shoot the shit with us, send us a message at unlocked at IGN.com. And remember to keep your emails short and sweet if you want to hear them on the podcast. Conversely, you can hit us all up on Twitter um, at unlocked, at P. Eichmanns, at lynch at IGN, and myself at Stephen underscore Hopper. And uh, our winner of the um battlefield 3 russian book ah oh, yes the russian is ryan carter so if you're listening ryan please send us your email address um we do need or not your email address your, <laughs> no. your mailing address actual, actual. we will so send that book
4: that. to your inbox that's right
3: <laughs> it's it's an ebook no no it's, an, it's an actual book so send us your mailing address and we'll be sure to get it out to you man
2: yeah sounds very good and uh
3: no contest this week
2: yeah, we were deciding we don't want to give yeah. you guys junk, so we're going to have some more stuff probably to give away by next week, and yeah. we we'll let you know. We actually know. have, we already have something that's awesome, so you just... It's make sure going you, to be amazing, make so... Sure it will be. Next you're week. right.
4: It is somehow related to one of the four giant games that's coming out next week that you should be paying attention to, so...
3: That's correct. Holy oh.
4: Very cool. Okay, and uh,
3: our meta achievement, Mr. Lynch.
4: Our meta achievement uh, is going to uh, be inspired by Skyrim, uh, but it's actually about Kai Scrim, because that's... That's just how we roll here on Unlocked. Uh, one of uh, our, one of our fellow locksmiths uh, sent us in a Photoshopped version of uh, Kai Scrim, um as a logo on a piece of Skyrim art. And it was so awesome that we figured we would just ask you to send us your own version of the Kyscrim logo, uh, box art, um, some art, a screenshot whatever it might be but it has to use the Kai scrim logo um we will actually in the article um as you're listening to this uh, if you go to the article on ign.com you will see the version that one of our listeners sent to us so you can use that as inspiration uh and for doing that and sending it to us you will earn yourselves how many it's pretty meaty,
3: it it's, pretty pretty meaty, meaty. it's a pretty meaty thing to one. do
4: so 30 points
3: yeah 30 30 i like 30 okay 30
4: 30 there it is so uh send 30, us 30. send us your best kai <laughs> photoshops in uh uh in celebration of skyrim coming out
3: here this week and we will all shed manly tears yes sounds awesome all right guys thank you very much oh, peter thank you it. very much casey um and thank you very much for listening to us and catch us next week time to play with rayman <laughs> 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 bleep bloop bleep.
4: I was a what and you were a what and I was a what and what and what you were a what I was a what and you were a what and what and what
1: <laughs>
2: amazing thank you that's that's wonderful
1: What does feminism mean to you during Women's History Month? Come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.